my mental growth has been in phases it's an interesting journey very very interesting journey what happened was then that transition during that primary five like i had my first childhood heartbreak let me tell you a story there was a night when uh, the first time i ever came across hello everybody welcome back to the growth station podcast my name is Unable Precious, and as always, I'm your host. Today, I'm so, so excited, super energetic, because today is a special episode. It's the season finale of the Mental Growth Series. If you're just listening for the first time, we've been having a series for the past seven weeks now. This is the eighth week. We've had seven amazing episodes talking about our mental growth and this is the final episode so i decided how better to end the series than to talk about my own mental growth journey but before i go ahead i want to start by saying a special thank you to everyone who listened to the last episode who has been with me through the journey of seven episodes until now still listening still sharing liking giving ratings it's just been barely two months we started and we've had so much feedback so much growth and i'm so so happy it's because you guys are out there showing so much love and support and i really say thank you and god bless you now today like i said i'll be talking about my mental growth journey and basically my mental growth journey has been filled with series and series of experiences stories good ones bad ones strange stories and it's an interesting journey very very interesting journey all right and also we've had seven episodes and from episode two i've had amazing guests just a quick recap my first guests were Ede Joseph and Kianji Maria where we talked about things that hinder our mental growth and how we could solve them and then we also had the next episode like how mental growth helps us ha- handle challenges where I had my elder brother here Awolowo Isaac and then we had another amazing episode with Yemisi and Ede Joseph again where we talked about signs that you are growing mentally that was one of my personal favorites and then we had the power of a developed mind with Olateju Lukman this contained a lot of personal stories from Lukman and it was very impactful for me also and then we had the last episode which was with my own brother Barrett Bay Covenant and we talked about how mental growth affects the spirit the soul and the body now all these episodes have been filled with lots and lots of stories practical steps on how we can grow our mental our mental health and how we can know that we are growing and how we can avoid the challenges and hindrances now since this is the last episode and i'm talking about my story the good thing is my story reflects these practical steps that we've been talking about so for each of these phases I would be giving examples and relating it back to one or two of the steps that each of my guests spoke about or that I spoke about in episode one and in episode two. And trust me, this episode promises to be amazing, interesting. And yeah, join me on this journey. (laughs) 
Okay, so I decided this is a perfect time for me to introduce myself a little bit more. My names are Unebu Precious Ifan Chuku. I'm from Nigeria. I was born and raised in Edo State, Nigeria, Benin City to be precise. I'm originally from Anambra State because that's where my dad is from. But all my life I've been in Benin City. I schooled in Edo College in Benin City. Shout out to Edo College and all the Ecobars out there. My university life initially started from Uniben, University of Benin in Ubawa Road in Benin City. I'm from a family of six. My mom, my dad, I have two elder sisters. Shout out to them. I have so much love for them. And then also I have a younger brother who I love so dearly also. Now let me get into the discussion for today. My mental growth has been in phases. The first phase I would like to talk about is the phase where I started becoming intentional. Right from a kid, I was exposed to stuff that kids shouldn't be exposed to. A lot of adult stuff that actually affected my mental health badly, but also they were instrumental to my mental growth. I had experiences that weren't uh, ideal for a kid. If you, anybody who knows about Benin City, you know it, there's crime in Nigeria, but Benin is one of the hot places where crime is even more so we had a lot of cultism we had lots of robberies and poor uh, economy so i was exposed to these things i had people who i knew were like friends people that like you know every day that were members of these gangs and so you you can imagine what it did to my mental health as a young boy having been exposed to crime and growing up we didn't have a lot my family wasn't very rich we, we actually struggled while i was growing up so i was exposed to hustling so all of this put me in what i would say a very bad condition as a kid there was a period in my life where i was just trying to be a man too young wasn't experiencing like my childhood or my age at the moment like what i was supposed to be doing and thinking about and experiencing as a child in my age and it was really bad this experience kept holding me back a bit until about nine or so nine ten that was around when i started deciding to be intentional and that was like uh close to when i was getting into secondary school i was just having this transition between primary school and secondary school and something happened yeah okay normally i'm a christian i've always been raised in a christian home but as every normal child i wasn't exempted from the whole childhood emotional stuff liking someone and all of that so what happened was in that transition during that primary five like then transitioning to my ss3 I got to like uh, someone, I liked someone, and then towards the end, and like during that period, I had my first childhood heartbreak. It wasn't anything serious, but back then, trust me, 
it's really messed in my head like if you know anything about heartbreak like it's not funny it's like all sad and you play your old plain music singing to sad songs heartbreak songs <laughs> and it's very funny when i think about it now but trust me back then it, it messed with me like so when i had this heartbreak normally i've always had a lot of experiences but none of these experiences hit me till this time like this heartbreak period because normally i just pick it up and just keep moving on keep doing what i'm doing and there's a thing about moving on that we all need to know when people say moving on it's not avoiding and moving away from it moving on you have to move through it look at this experience that you face and actually ask yourself how can i learn from this what happened here analyze the situation and understand it that is the best way to move on but a lot of us just move away from it instead and try to forget about it that's not moving on because if you forget about the experience like a wise man said if you forget lesson you were supposed to learn or you forgot the lesson that the last experience taught you you are bound to repeat that lesson until you begin to remember it so when this heartbreak hit me it actually got to me and then it was like a flashback of a 10 year old child <laughs> i know you're laughing so well but don't judge me don't judge me we all had our funny stories and all of that while growing up so yeah i started thinking about everything i've been through everything i've seen and done and then it hit me like the things like i told you i'm a christian and like these things are actually contradicted to what i've been taught and it just made me want to change i just wanted to begin to do better i wanted to begin to go a different route and then this was when this was actually the first time or the first like phase where i started becoming intentional about being better doing better so yeah you can tell like now i started at a very young age and proud of how far come so yes that was the first phase and my moral from that phase is just like my brother colleague said in the last episode it's not just enough to like go through this experience like sometimes we need to learn to absorb absorbing takes conscious effort like you have to consciously sit down to actually analyze what happened and know what you want to gain from that experience okay now the next phase that i got into was the phase of control the things i control like if you remember episode two if you haven't listened to any of these episodes and you don't you're not familiar with these things i'm saying or these references i'm making please and please go back and listen to these episodes you'll learn a lot like i said in episode two four c's to controlling your mind control was number one now i begin began to control what what came into my mind in particular with my friends i began to select my circle like maria said your circle is a great hindrance because we talked about things that hinder our mental growth and she talked about how our circle could be one of the greatest hindrances that we have to our mental growth so i started being like started controlling my circle selecting my circle so right from time people that know me know i don't hang out with everyone i always sell i have a very small circle and this is not just something that i started recently something that i've been doing since about 11 12 from secondary school even from primary school i had a bit of it but it wasn't very like intentional back then it just kind of happened it's just like childish child stuff like oh, i like this guy but this time 
and from secondary school it became more intentional like this person what impact is this person making in my life you see my friends from secondary school till today i can be proud to still say this guy was in my circle in secondary school and I can still roll with this guy and talk to this guy and know that he's going to impact me. Some of them are pastors now. Some of them are graduates doing a lot of things and all of that. My circle is always selected few. And what really, really caused that was something that also happened in primary five. Like most of my mental growth happened, this journey happened between that transition from primary five to uh, secondary school. And then the rest happened mainly in secondary school. So what happened was, Back in primary school, uh, in primary five to be precise, I had a friend, like we were three friends and we were kind of like uh, the main guys in school back then. And there was this stuff that we started was like a group, I don't know, kind of like a mini gang or something where if you're not like, if we're not talking to you, then it's like the entire school is like against you. you are like, we're like the guys that controlled things, that made things happen. And the whole influence they had on me back then, I used to go to, sec to school back then with my Mufti. I'll put on my uniform, I'll take Mufti. And literally from beginning of the class period to like the end, we're not in school. We'll change and we go around, walking around, doing stuff and all of that. And then there was a day in secondary school, I think it was the grad our graduation day or end of year party, where in primary school, when my mom came, I don't know, I think I wasn't around when she came because we walked around or something. But then when she came, she met me and was like, where have you been, what, is, what have you been doing and all of that. And then she gave me a dirty slap and then she beat me right there in front of the students and all. And after the whole thing, that was when some people were telling me like, these guys that you like you your friends and all that they were actually laughing at you when she was actually beating you up and i was like wow and these guys are like my guys these are the guys that even put me in trouble like how do you put me in trouble and you're laughing when they are beating me up like and since then i stopped talking to them and it kind of caused the diversion in school like like so people had to select who they're talking to who they weren't talking to because we're still having that kind of if i'm talking to this person then everybody should talk to this person if we're not talking to this person then nobody should be talking to this person so <laughs> all of that happened till my mom changed my school to another school that was where i met the girl that broke my heart <laughs> so you see it's been like from one story to another from like one experience to another and so that after experience was one thing that made me decide that okay from secondary school now i'm definitely like from now on i'm selecting my friends like it's not i'll not allow them select me or i'm not going to select them on just superficial reasons i'm going to actually select them based on their qualities based on their character based on the impact they're having on my life because i can't have a repeat of what happened in primary school like that stuff was a very bad experience and that really like helped me in that phase of my life and then like uh, my brother isaac said in episode four he talked about when you're facing difficulties when you're like having issues try to get people that have been through similar experiences yeah and that i didn't really get a lot of that until i got into like that primary five period 
where I started talking to some people in camps because back then we used to go to uh, scripture union camps. So I used to talk to some of the teachers there. They always like asking you know, if you have anything you want to discuss with us, come to us. So I'll go to one of these men or one of these women. I'll, I'll tell them, okay, so this is what I've been through. And they really helped me, spoke to me, started teaching me how to pray about things like this and how like to avoid stuff like this. And it really helped me. Uh, not a lot of development then, yeah, but I'm like it all started from there and then it started to graduate and go up and up and up and up and that was that phase of my life that was like the phase where I started to control my friends and afterwards after the, the next phase that I got into was the phase where I started loving peace I came as I said the moment you begin to love peace or choose peace over drama then you know you are growing mentally. That's why you said like uh, in the episode where we talked about signs that you're growing mentally. Now, I noticed that the moment I began to select my circle, my life be began to improve. My life just became much more better, much more peaceful, not a lot of conflicts, not, not a lot of diversities and all of that. And then I began to notice that the people I hung around with, I'm talking about in secondary school now, the people I hung around with were Christians also back then. They were like more serious Christians than I was. They were also even escorts. And like we said, your friends mostly will affect you. They will affect your mental growth a lot. I ended up becoming an escort because most of my friends in JS1 and JS2, a lot of them were like escorts, guys that go to the fellowship and all of that. And I noticed it's not only built my mind, that also built my spiritual life. And trust me, if your spiritual life is getting developed with your mental life, then you are set for life. You are getting like almost set with everything because those are the two main growth components that you need to succeed in life. Your mental growth and your spiritual growth. Put the both together and you're good to go. <laughs> so I just started loving peace. There was a particular story that really made the peace aspect to hit me. There was this day, I think I was in GS3, and two seniors were fighting in their class. They were in SS2 back then, I think. And we just heard, uh, like, it was just a regular class period, regular class day. And all of a sudden, we were hearing windows breaking, the glasses, and all of that. And all of a sudden, we are seeing blood everywhere. There's this guy, they're rushing him to the sick bay. And then we're like, we're asking people like, what happened, what happened? And then we got to find out later that they were like having a beef in class. And when I thought, think back at it, it wasn't something that deserved that or like really warranted to that. But what happened then was when they, was, they were about to fight, one of the guys used his hand to break the louvers on the window. And he took one piece of glass and he used it to hit the other guy on his cheek and he pulled out like a huge chunk of his cheek like the guy's face was literally like scarred for life like scarred like the guy was bleeding so much and they had to rush him to the hospital like not even the sick bay from the sick bay they rushed him to the hospital the other guy was expelled also i think suspended indefinitely back then and like all of that really hit me like violence it's never a choice, like it's never a solution to anything at all. No matter how bad it gets, no matter the situation, like always look for a more peaceful way to resolve things, always. So that was like a phase where I started to love peace. I started to like develop this love 
and that's helped really my mental growth and began to like build me up began to help me like understand that there's always a peaceful way there's always like i began to understand that there's always a peaceful way. if you don't look for that way you will never say it but the moment you tell yourself i'm never resorting to violence and you make up your mind you notice that there's always a way to either avoid a situation or when a situation comes up there's always a peaceful way to resolve it without violence and bloodshed and sometimes some of that that peaceful way might just be you accepting the guilt the fault even when you're not at fault sometimes i've had some situations where i had to accept things that i didn't do there were times where i did something but both sides were wrong but i had to take all the blame the moment you begin to do these things it's really built up your mind loving peace and selecting your friends those two things builds up your mind a lot so then that was the phase of me starting to love peace and peaceful environments and peaceful relationships and all of that now then afterwards i moved into the phase where i started reading more about the mind started reading more about the mind learning about the mind now that was towards my ss3 period and um i didn't have this core habit of reading a lot and reading other books i used to read the bible normally watch videos but my sister always used to read books by Joyce Meyer and all of that, but I never really like picked it up. I've always been this smart kid that learns like even without reading much and much and much. And I, I was blessed with that, but I didn't really read. So it, it happens when I started, I decided to start rapping after I watched this movie Empire. You probably know the movie, some of us, it's a series. So I watched Empire, I also Hakim rap Amani, like it's one of his first raps in that movie. And then it was like, I can't do this so i decided to start rapping and uh, i started like writing stuff and then it got to a point where i decided okay i want to like get better on this so i uh i came across jaco who was talking about if you want to develop yourself you have to improve your vocabulary improve your knowledge so i started trying to read stuff to just to improve my knowledge and vocabulary and then i started coming across books now these were not like books for the rap anymore but they were books for like spiritual book for spiritual growth and then i came across this book there this particular book why you act the way you do by tim lahaye a lot of us know the book for those who don't know the book i'm going to leave a link to the book below if you haven't read that book you really need to read the book it teaches you about your temperament and it helps you understand the way the mind works a lot it helps you to understand your personality because i always say it's important to separate to be able to differentiate who you are from what you do and that was the book that really hit me with that like started teaching me about that like your temperament and all and then i got to learn that i was melancholy choleric got to see the strengths the weaknesses and then i started i held on to the strengths and i started purposely working on the weaknesses for example one of the weaknesses was that we are prone towards the negative side being pessimistic so i decided i started to work on my pessimism knowing that okay if i'm prone to like naturally be pessimistic i have to start trying to be optimistic and today i can say like i'm a lot more optimistic than i would have been if i didn't actually work on that so that was a wonderful phase for me in episode one i talked about reading more about the mind like even if it's one page a day one video a day anything you can do just go ahead and do it now that was the phase for where i started reading more now when i started reading more 
it got me into something I talked about in episode two, challenging. I started challenging my beliefs, my knowledge, started like actually questioning some of these things that I've been believing since, some of these things that I've been holding on to like for long. Started actually asking myself, are these like true? Are these like, I started questioning certain things. This phase of challenging my beliefs and um, knowledge also came with my phase, my phase of learning and relearning. In this phase, I really did a lot of learning and a lot of relearning. Like it was started from SS3 then when I was actually doing that study. And then it took me upward till now. I'm still doing learning and relearning every day even last summer was one huge there was a lot of learning and relearning for me where i studied this book by t Habeka. i always talk about the book the secrets of the millionaire mind like i got to learn a lot about my money blueprints my money programming how the mind is programmed to do a lot of things i talked about this book i think episode one and episode two this book was really instrumental to my growth it really helped me in my like financial growth yeah but also with my mind i got to understand that your mind is actually programmed i used to think that it's the way we act that formulates the way our mind forms the pattern but you can actually formulate the pattern in your mind so it can it will control the way you act i got to understand things like playing the money game to win like i started learning started questioning myself i questioned very important things and i threw away some of these things started asking myself the question why you know like covenant said in episode last the last episode he said the moment you begin to ask yourself why you begin to have more conviction if you can answer the question why you do something then you have a better conviction and you do that thing way better or you are like stronger in that thing than before because now you're not doing it because somebody said you should do it but you are doing it because like you actually want to do it like for example if you grew up in Nigeria homes, you know the drill. You must go to church every Sunday. As a girl, you can't wear trousers. As a guy, you can't do any bad hairstyles. I began to understand the importance. I began to have a personal conviction, most especially for prayer. Why do we pray, need to pray so much? I noticed, I began to understand that it's not the amount of violence you put in your prayer that actually makes the answer. You can actually pray a calm prayer and get an answer. And there are also some times where you need to pray violently. There are times where you have to say a quiet word of prayer from the knowledge coming from the Holy Spirit. So I began to understand all of this and it's led me to this point. Like I'm still doing all of this now. Every time I read books and get to understand new things. And then all of this like actually got me to this phase. There's this phase I am right now also. So currently I'm in the phase of reading a lot about the mind challenging my beliefs my old beliefs challenging my knowledge i'm also in this phase of learning and relearning i'm very open to learning things and relearning things if i ever find out that okay this thing i, I learned before is not useful for me it's not useful for like my like life at the moment my this phase of my life this thing that i'm doing or this part i have to i quickly change it quickly unlearn that and learn the one that is actually beneficial to me because like Tia Veka would say you will always believe something so you might as well cultivate good beliefs beliefs that are advantageous to you that benefit you so that is what I'm doing right now and I'm also in the phase of breaking things down like B.I.G. said in the episode with Maria he said sometimes what hinders your mental growth is when you're actually looking at it from the bigger perspective 
said don't worry, focus on winning the war sometimes focus on winning one battle focus on winning a battle the battle of waking up early the battle of spreading your bed when you wake up the battle of not procrastinating when you begin to break things down you see it becomes more easy and you become more like pro productive more progressive and i have a particular story for this last summer was when i really experienced this for the year i had the target of reading a lot of books like a certain amount and then as at that summer as at june i had read just one book and i was like whoa and i said i was supposed to read so some so amount of books and then i spoke to a friend of mine and i told her like see how many books i have to read and see how many i've read and she was like wow and she was like, you can still do it though. You can still do it. But I came across something that talked about actually focusing on one thing at a time. Don't like breaking things down. And so I decided, okay, I know how many books I want to read. Even if I don't read this amount of books, the more I keep on looking at the amount of books I want to read, I will end up not reading anyone at all. But if I start reading one book at a time, even if I don't get to the point, the target, I would be far ahead from where i am right now so i began to write out the books i wrote out a plan of how to read it said i'll read 10 pages a day 20 pages a day 25 pages a day and then i got to a point even last summer where i started reading 50 pages a day like of the books and i was like wow this is me <laughs> like i was so surprised because i told you i don't have the culture of reading like i have a friend she used to be the one giving me like books to like she used to suggest novels for me to read and i used to read them while going through the metro and when i'm going to work when i'm going to school i just use the book i read the books and then it was very nice but it got to a point like there was a bit of like a disconnect and i stopped reading like that anymore but that somehow actually brought back that habit and then i understood that really i i knew before that breaking things down really helped but it didn't really hit me till then because at the end of the summer, as at September, I had read about 15 books. And I was like, whoa. Like, that was like, I know you people are going to laugh, but that was more books than I've ever read in my life. I've never, like, read up to, like, 15 full, like, books other than school books. I read school books, but, like, not, like, normal books. And there's something I noticed every experience that I went through built my resilience to such situation. It built my mental growth. Every phase I talked about was very fundamental and instrumental in building my mental growth. And that reminded me of like Lukman, what Lukman said. He says something. First of all, you have to best tell yourself where you are and then tell yourself and know like or remind yourself that you need resilience. You need to keep going that if you stop like after all you've been through then like you've literally spoiled the whole thing why come this far just to quit make your pain worth it make your pain worth it by finishing by like being resilient let me tell you a story there was a night when uh, the first time i ever came across a bad guy back then in school that was like the first time ever i used to hear stories I used to hear stories of everything and all of that, but I've not really like had a personal encounter with them. But like that day was the first time I came across. I was with a friend of mine. I the funny thing is we were just talking about it. <laughs> I was just talking about something like that before we got in. I they said we are going to Ecosody now. Like those of us that know Ecosody, and like it was like we are going to Ecosody guy. Like give me your phone, give me your this, and we had to hide all our stuff inside the bag and like lock it up, and we're going. And then when we got there, like. It was so funny. We one of the guys just met us like, "Hey, Alpha, come, come this way." Like, we just that's the way they do. It. Like, deal with me and all of that. Deal with me means like, come, come close, come close. Like, 
And if you don't come close, you are inviting trouble. So we were like, we met the guy and the guy was like, what do you have? And then because we have hidden everything already, we were like, chairman, all of these things we get, like, we were like, these are the only things that we have in our possession. And then he even took the little things that we still showed him because we thought he would not take it, but he took it. And I was like, wow. It's just like opened my eyes like oh, like I was I was actually scared because I like I've heard like different random stories on that and it's been not some of them have not been really nice so that's like experience was like Oof. but the next time I had an, a similar experience trust me, my reaction was way different from that and then any the next experience was also way different like because I had grown developed a certain resilience and knowledge on such issues and that's just how mental growth works you learn and you get a series of experience like covenant said mental growth is a series of absorption of experience and knowledge absorb it don't just run away from the experience but actually look back at it and see what happened and what can i learn from this all right guys this has been an amazing time i really enjoyed sharing this because trust me, I've never shared so much of my story to anyone before. From next episode, it's going to be a new series, even more interesting than this. So me sharing my story and being vulnerable, putting it all out there, I feel was a way to like close up the mental growth series. And then if you still haven't listened to any of the episodes, go back. You see, I was making references to all these things because... All these things are literally what we see on our in our day-to-day -day lives. You never can skip the steps that have been mentioned. So it's better for you to go and learn them from this episode so that you'll be putting them to practice in your life and you'll see the changes. It's very, very good, very important, and it will really help you. I want to say a big, big thank you to everyone who stayed with me to this point. I know it's been a long uh, episode, and trust me, your time, every bit of your time, is important to me and i hope it was worth it you learned a thing or two you enjoyed stories go ahead feel free to send me which of your of the stories was your favorite feel free to let me know which story really got to you which story you can relate to if you are from benin feel free <laughs> to tell me your own experience i promise you if you tell me your experience i might end up creating a special uh episode next week just share your stories if you want me to share them so people can also learn from your experiences if you want to share your mental growth journey with us also feel free to tell us like tell me i'm open to it my emails is going to be down my instagram i really want us to connect and build our lives together and in the next two years three years we'll be in a whole different place and look back at this time when we're talking and say mm, i'm so glad i listened back then and this is the result that i've gotten as usual, I will always ask you to say, to help me like the episode, share the episode, share the link to everyone on every platform you can share to, and also give ratings on any podcast platform you're listening to. Subscribe to the uh, podcast so you can get notifications where we drop new episodes every week. It has been a lovely time with you. For those listening for the first time, I'm so appreciative of your time and I want to have you on other episodes on the next series. I want everyone to communicate with us 
and let's grow together and build ourselves. Now, those things that you've learned, this story that you've heard, feel free. If it's been very interesting and you want to listen again, go ahead, listen and absorb the experience. So, this is the end of the episode. Now, let's go out, practice and build ourselves mentally. Let's practice all the steps. Last episode, I got a lot of questions from the episode and i really like that because it means someone is paying attention and someone is actually taking notes and trying to grow themselves and that is what really makes me happy and feel fulfilled so go ahead focus and take your mental growth very seriously your growth in general very seriously and i hope to see you in the next episode grown and prepared anticipating the next series that we're going to much love from precious thank you